This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. In today's world, executive leaders often travel internationally. They're crossing many time zones, coping with jet lag, speaking different languages, and operating seamlessly in different cultures, running through airports. They're functioning with long hours of work, intense meetings, meetings they either attend and or lead. And all of this uses a lot of brain power. Leaders are also creating the next innovations and the next competitive advantages for their organizations, regularly handling problems and responding to financial and other crises. So what does it take to meet all of these demands of leadership? We don't often think about it, but the physical body is an important part of meeting the demands of leadership. So today I just want to mention a word or two about fitness for leadership. I know some executives and what they would tell you and they would say is, I couldn't do the level of international travel that I'm doing. I couldn't meet those long hours if I wasn't on a regular basis at the gym, building up my body and building up my endurance and building up my stamina. So what I want to say to you is that how we take care of our body, which is our temple, is important because everything that we're doing in the world, we're expressing it and doing it through the body. And so we have to be good caretakers of that body. So let's talk about some of the pieces of that caretaking. One aspect is physical exercise. And if you really are busy and running through airports and so on, as I mentioned, it can feel like you don't have time to do exercises at all, certainly not to go to the gym. And I, for one, I'm on airplanes quite frequently, and I have learned to take a few very small tools with me, for example, like some exercise bands, resistance bands, and you can really work out almost your entire body using the exercise and resistance bands. And there are also some very short, like seven minute kind of workouts that also will work your body in some significant ways. So we no longer have to be an hour at the gym or go someplace different. You could be right in your hotel room, right in your office, and you can during a break or take a five minute break just to do a few exercises. And in fact, a book that I'd like to mention to you talks about ways to just incorporate these exercises into your day. And that book is called Sitting Kills, Moving Heels. And again, the title is Sitting Kills, Moving Heels. And that's by Joan Vernikos, V-E-R-N-I-K-O-S. And she gives some very practical examples of what you can do just using your desk chair or no extra equipment and how to take those pauses routinely through your day. So exercise, that's one part of keeping the body fit for leadership. 
Another part of fitness for leadership is sleep. The body actually needs seven to eight hours of sleep, seven to eight hours of sleep per night for optimal functioning. And you might be one of those people like me, because I often will say this, oh, I can function on five hours or six hours. Yes, I might be able to do that. But remember, I said optimal functioning. And there's a piece we haven't thought about that I think is extremely important to mention, and that is the body needs that much time to do brain repair at night. There's a lot of uh, junk, let's say, that builds up in the brain during the course of our day and the course of our working and taxing the brain, and it's got to be swept out or cleaned out while we're asleep. There's some burgeoning research coming to light now that says when we don't sweep that debris out at night through the sleeping process, this may be a risk factor, in fact, for Alzheimer's. If you want to stay healthy, keep that brain working until your later years in life, rest it for the optimal amount of time so that the brain can do its repair. So sleep is important. Also, we need to have some mental breaks periodically and also some mental challenge. So there are even exercises for the mind and for the mental part of who you are. So you want to take the time to discover what some of those are and pay attention to that. Some people do word puzzles. Some like to do brain teasers. There are different ways to challenge your brain, including just learning a foreign language or learning to play a musical instrument. And then fourthly, food is important. Eating healthy food that's high in green vegetables, lean protein, fresh fruits, and low in sugar, salt, processed foods, and fast foods. So when you're at the grocery store, you want to do the bulk of your shopping around the perimeter of the grocery store where there's all the fresh food and eat healthy items even when you go out to eat as well. Because remember, the nourishment that we feed our body, that's the fuel that it has to continue to function and fuel the brain as well as the muscles and all of the cells. So if you give it garbage junk food, it doesn't have all of the nutrients and vitamins that it needs for optimal functioning. And then I would also add that our bodies also need spiritual nourishment. That's daily inspiration, spiritual food for spiritual growth and character development to be your best self. That might mean some inspirational CDs that you're listening to. It could be books that you're reading. It could be services of a spiritual nature that you attend. It could be religious services. Could be going to church, going to synagogue, going to whatever house of worship that's important to you. The spiritual nourishment is also critical because we are body, soul, and spirit as people. So, the bottom line of being fit for leadership is to consider all of these exercise, sleep, mental health, food, and also spiritual nourishment, and to be intentional about integrating practices into your real life, your life of work and your life outside of work, so that you will have the endurance to make the visions and dreams that you set actually happen and to make them become a reality. So 
I challenge you to think about your fitness for leadership. Greet yourself on each of these areas today and set some intentions, set some commitments and goals in areas where you know you need to improve and where you know you need to change and identify what actions you will add to the mix so that you are your optimal, best, and most fit self for the demands of the leadership role that you have. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.